Blog Talk Radio. There, now I'm on. This, this is, all, is about all about wine. Auction dedicated to the wine industry since 2009. Featuring winemaker, cellar master, vineyardist, and tasting expert, Ron. Ron. Basically, what we're trying to do in this program is just trying to educate people and trying to make wine less confusing and more friendly. From coast to coast and around the world. You know, we really have had some, some neat people on the program. I, I just, I love that. Post your questions and comments during the live show on our Facebook page at www.facebook.com forward slash all about wine Again, that's www.facebook.com forward slash all about wine And now, all about wine is on. Here's Ron. Yay! There they are. Uh, there they are. The bus people are happy. Well, actually, I think they're bouncing around because they're so cold. Uh, mm-hmm. That, you know, would do it. Uh, welcome to All About Wine. This is live. And when you hear it on all the other stuff, when you pick it up later, we won't be live. But we are live now. It's 7.01 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And it's December the 7th, 2023. And I think that sums it up. Um, we, <laughs> have, uh, <laughs> uh, we have a show, one more show before, well, Next week, we have our cigar guys on again. They've been on once before, but we'll be talking about uh, some comparisons of cigar and wine and cost and stuff like that. It, it's, uh, uh, we were, I've talked to them a little bit before, and they are looking forward to it, as are we. So it should be fun. And then uh, one more show before Christmas, and then... But, uh, oh, before I forget it, um, uh, I have to, uh, uh, well, I did forget it. I'll remember it later. Um, I don't know, something went through my mind. I lost. Yeah. Oh, well. Um, so we've uh, got ourselves a guest tonight, uh, Todd Norwood. He is a wine blogger, a wine, I, I guess, blogger or uh, a uh, writer or something. I'm not, I, I think blogger. And he has done that for a while. And he says, I'm going to make a, a, a movie. And so he did. He is a, the director of a movie called Gap Weekend. And this movie has been compared to uh, Sideways, which is interesting because Sideways was uh, a sort of a cult movie for some reason. It really caught on. A lot of people loved the movie. Some people hated it. Depends on who you were. Um, but this has been compared to Sideways. I have to confess, I have not watched the movie. Uh, I. It's, you know, that's my bad. But we will let Todd tell us all about it and how he got where he is and all that. And he has been patiently waiting in the green room, so we'll have to pull him out away from all of our food and everything we keep in the green room so he can come out and talk with us. So, with no further ado, well to the show, Todd. Hey, it's good to be here. Thanks so much for having me. No, it's our pleasure, believe me. Um, so, Gap Weekend. This yeah, is it, um, a, 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 a dream. Uh, yeah, I. It's uh, well. Before we get into the movie, tell us about you. What's your story about involvement in wine and your history just uh get us sure. caught up on, yeah. on you well i've been you know doing uh writing and directing movies for as long as i can remember oh really um, and then so this isn't like yeah like a lot just of the movie a lot, a lot of independent films um for a long time 
this is the film, though, that I sort of was saying, hey, I, I just really want to make a movie that's uh, about one of my passions, um, you know, which is going to wine country and, and really kind of embracing that world. And, and that's kind of what, what Gap Weekend, uh, you know, how that became. And, and it, was, it was, you know, wanting to, to work with my friends and, and, and just make the experience of making the movie um, hopefully as fun as, as, you know, what I hope the movie is to watch. So, um, and we accomplished that. Uh, because I've, I've done projects in the past where it's it's uh, it's not as fun to make, and sometimes making <laughs> movies, especially especially on an independent level, uh, are just are just such a terrible experience. Uh, I was on a horror movie once that was just really uh, really terrible. So so it's just nice to make a movie that um, I actually enjoyed the process um, because uh-huh. um, that's what it's all about. And um, and so yeah, so so I, I've been going up. Um, from LA to kind of the Solvang area, um, even before, you know, kind of sideways really put it on the map, um, that area. And then also, uh, Paso Robles and just, just really kind of my, that's my happy place is, is going up there. And, um, mm-hmm. and so, you know, decided to, to make a movie, um, all about, you know, all about, uh, the wine, the wine country. And, um, and I, I've also been doing a, um, a travel show, called living like locals um where we go to different countries and uh whether that's beer tasting or wine tasting and so it's sort of a interesting thing of um i don't know if it's art imitating life or life imitating art because the um uh the the main character gap weekend is it's it's basically the main character is about um an aspiring travel blogger who who wants to um that's what he's always wanted to do um uh, so I guess that's the autobiographical part. The non-autobiographical part is that he um, he, he he just got through a divorce with um, his wife, who he's really known since uh, they were little kids because she was the kind of the girl across the street. So he's back into the dating world for the first time, and um, in in decades really, and he hates it. And and kind of after one last failed date, he posts this kind of drunken manifesto online saying that you know he just wants to find someone to spend like one weekend up in the Santa Barbara wine country, not as a date, uh, you know, or for sex or anything. It's just to kind of create that wonderful feeling um, he had being with somebody for his entire life, uh, that sense of familiarity. And, um, and of course somebody responds to the ad. um, But what he doesn't tell her is that he's really trying to recreate this trip up to wine country that he did with his ex-wife, uh, many years uh, ago, so it's kind of uh, kind of his um, ulterior motive there. So, um, so yeah. So the, the the part about the the, the travel vlogging uh, is autobiographical, uh, but thankfully the divorce is not. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, but but so so it's, we're really excited. We we shot it a few years ago and um, kind of did the festival circuit and you know uh, been looking for the the right home and we. We finally um, found a, a great distributor, and uh, we're starting the roll-up process now. And it's right now it's on uh, Verizon FiOS on Spectrum, and then also on Amazon. Um, oh wow! So yeah, and then it'll 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 over the next few months it'll progress uh, into different other platforms. And also um, because I'm uh, because either I'm a glutton for punishment or because I love uh, the the characters and and just love wine country is um. I, I wrote a novelization of, of the movie, um, and, and that's going to be coming out in January. Oh, and, um, so, so that's whether that's um, – I guess I'm doing it backwards. Usually the book comes out first. And yeah, it does. Movie, but, right. um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I sort of – I sort of said, well, hey, what, what if I uh, – um, if, if I had like – you know, if I could add more scenes and, and, and if we uh, – what else would I do to, to go deeper into the characters and, and, and the kind of the world up there? And so that's – that's coming out, um, like I said, in January. And ideally, I mean, I, I had such a great time and really enjoyed the movie. And, and the response to the movie has been so great. I would, you know, um, I just love to keep making movies about wine, uh, with characters <laughs> up in wine country. You know, Marvel's got the their their uh, cinematic universe. I'd love to have a, a wine verse or, or something like that. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, okay, so, let's... <laughs> So, so you've been making movies. 
you've been acting in um, them and making he, movies for a long time. Um, so this well, is I, I acted. Um, I'm, I'm not acting in this one. I, I mean, I've acted in some small stuff and shorts and uh, stuff, but uh, but um, I don't know how some of those people do it, where they uh, where they, they they write and direct and act in the in the feature films. Um, so I I don't act in the in the full films. Um, we've got a great cast. Some of it, I've, I've, some of them I've worked with um, before, and um, and 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 then we had a great crew. The, the thing about it, and that's kind of how I pitched the actors to get them on board, was to say, hey, look, I can't offer you, you know, the luxury trailer and the, the private set or whatever. <laughs> but what what I can do is, um, you know, I promise you we're going to um, we're gonna just enjoy ourselves up there and, and really just, it's almost like a, a, a you know, a vacation, a, a long vacation up in wine country where, where if we go over time, well, then we all have an extra bottle of wine, and uh, and and um, you know, so it was, it was a very, it really did feel like, um, you know, like we were on vacation. And there, there's actually, um, I mean, there's actually extra. We had to shoot pickup shots, and and uh, normally it's it's hard to get actors back, you know, months later to shoot. Oh, and yeah. it wasn't hard. It wasn't hard this time because I said, hey, we're gonna go to some. We got to go back to some of the, you know, the the locations and do some more wine tasting, and that was that was quite an easy sell to get them back up there for that. So, um, well, but, you, uh, uh, yeah. wine country, uh, basically yeah. California is wine country. What what particular area did you go to? Was it Paso Robles? You say? Uh, well, so the film, no, that was the film is mostly in the Santa Barbara wine region. So um, it's you know oh, Solvang, okay. uh, Los Olivos. Um, we, I, I personally love to go up to Paso Robles. My, that's my probably my favorite in terms of like the types of wines that I love. Um, but I, look, I love the Solving area, and and um, it, it, it was easy because it's very close to LA, and, um, right. and then we shot in Santa Barbara as well. Uh, so so that was a lot of fun, and I sort of I, I got a chance to when we weren't filming to kind of act as um, as a tour guide and take the cast to to some of my favorite wineries. Um, you know, I, I think, um, I'm, 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 although I'm not allowed to, I don't think my wife says I'm not allowed to join any more wine clubs because uh, <laughs> I, it's, it's just, there's too many good ones up there. But, you know, it, it is nice though when you can take some friends up there and, um, and so, so, you know, it was, it was just a great way to, um, to enjoy ourselves, but also be creative. And, and like I said, I, I've done projects where, you know, it, it's such a, a kind of, a, you know, nightmare task to do. And, and sometimes the films don't, don't, uh, you know, turn out that well because it's such a, a terrible task to make. But, but this one, I really wanted, um, I wanted to make something that I was passionate about. And, and I think the cast and crew was too. And, um, you know, my biggest thing, I, I don't know, Everybody has different things when they watch movies, but I love making, I love seeing movies that, um, or rewatching them that like um, are about places that I want to go to, you know, um, mm-hmm. and and that's and so for me it's like, well, I can't go, I can't go wine tasting every day, but if I'm if I'm <laughs> if I'm not able to, I, I want to make a film that, hey, this is what it feels like, um, you know, to go to go up to wine country and. Um, and, and with these characters, they have this date and this um, – and the reason why it's called – he calls it Gap Weekend, by the way. I didn't mention it in the manifesto. I was going to ask, uh, was yeah. Because, yeah, um, you know, sort of the, the British teenagers after their high school, uh, many of them go off for a gap year um, and kind of like a break from their life before they, they start the next chapter in their life. And so what, huh. what uh, this character was proposing in his kind of Craigslist manifesto uh, that, that the actress um, – answers is is like a gap weekend so instead of a year it's just a a weekend where they can both pretend that they're that they've been together forever um and um and the 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 funny thing is when we were shooting um the scene where he posts the craigslist ad we we had to actually write a real craigslist ad and we had to the camera was close to the screen where we hit you know post and and we posted it and then you know, when you're shooting a film, there's there's so many uh, moving parts that when we did it, we were on to the next shot, and we didn't realize that we actually did post that ad. And I responses. Yeah, but it wasn't. Um, it, it it certainly.
certainly wasn't um, as as uh, as romantic and sweet as as the character uh, who responds in the movie. It was uh, it was it was actually a bunch of dudes uh, uh, emailing saying, "Man, are you okay? You you you, you sound pretty you sound pretty. You know, are you okay? We should we should we call help? You don't sound very good. So uh, when, we re- when we realized that later on, we we had to uh, take take the ad down. But um, but yeah, it was up there for a good few hours. So, so I guess oh, but, people do respond to these things, you know. Yeah, pretty, well, I, I surprised me. I I was expecting you know getting female response that ooh a weekend you know sounds like fun, but that surprised me that you had guys. You okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I guess That's they were looking funny. out for uh, us. Um, but uh, but yeah, in the so in the film. Um, somebody does respond and um and it's it's you know it, it's i it, it it's billed as a romantic comedy and it is but it's not um i mean i i hope it's not like a, it's not a very cliched it's it's very um there's a lot of twists and turns and it's um it's kind of a drama and a, and a comedy at the same time um so um there's a lot of twists and turns in it as well as they as they go around um you know the the, the Solvang the area weekend. and the Santa Barbara yeah. area, and and have the have the weekend up there, yeah. yeah. Uh, so it was, um, so yeah, that's 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 the uh, the story, and um, it sounds but, great. But like I said, it's it, it's I'd love to do more uh, more films up there and um, stories with these characters and other characters uh, in in wine country. What did you What did you do to get you started in wine? What was your you know, uh, awakening moment saying, oh, I love wine. I'm going to do wine. Because you did a blog, too, I understand. Yeah, but I would say the, the biggest thing for me was, was um, was I mean, you know, uh, obviously, I, you know, just had wine, you know, like as a kid at like a Thanksgiving meal or something like that. But um, I, it was really going up to wine country that I just found it so beautiful and Peaceful, especially living in LA, um, which is so crazy and hectic. And um, you you drive up the few hours, and um, and you know you, you you it's like you're in another country, really. And um, so it was tasting, it was just tasting wines up there. And um, I I probably the one that got me really into it, which um, I don't know if if this is cliche or not, but um, this was back, oh gosh, it's going back years, um, was Justin Winery in Paso Robles, mm-hmm. um, yeah. which now it feels it feels like Justin's everywhere. But at the time, um, it certainly wasn't available, at least in the grocery stores and, and, and liquor stores that I saw, and um, just just totally fell in love with it. And um, and that's kind of, that's kind of, that, that sort of, those, at least for me, those, those heavy cabs and stuff is what I really love. Um, but that, I would say that it was, it was going to Justin, uh, wine and, and just, just those weekends going up there just being like, oh man, I, um, well before there, there was even an idea of, of gap weekend. Um, it was, it was visiting wine country and, you know, I've, um, that's really my passion now is, is when I do travel, um, uh, is, is taking a wine suitcase with me. Um, so whether you know going to a different country, um, it, it's going to wine tasting and taking back, um, you know, you know, wine that I can't get back um, back in the states. Just just right. something special. In fact, um, I just did. Um, I just went to Thailand, and uh, um, hmm. before we left, we found out that there was there was a Thai wine region, and um, I, I, yeah. I, that sounds so strange, right? Given the the climate, but. Um, but there's some, I guess there's some big investment over there with um, the owner of Red Bull has a winery there. Uh, we didn't go to that one, but um, I, you know, I'd say some of the wineries weren't that great, but there was a few that were really wonderful. And um, uh, you know, we just love uh, checking out and, and visiting the wine region. So um, did we did bring the wine suitcase uh, for that one, uh, even though when we told people where we were going, they're saying Thai wine. Thailand. <laughs> you know, yeah, that's crazy. Uh, but you never know where you're going to find um, a, a really good one. So, um, it, so yeah. But throughout that, the world, there's wineries it, now. It's, it's just amazing. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, I mean, I, even a few years ago, I, I 
was on a layover in Texas and just sort of said, well, oh my you know, in, in Dallas, let me, let me go to this winery and, you know, and, and I'm thinking, oh, this, you know, and, and, you know, shame on me for probably thinking this at the time, but I thought, oh, well, here we go. It's just going to be, maybe I'll, it'll just be some, you, you know, not great, maybe a sympathy wine, but they were amazing. I mean, truly yes. amazing wines down there. So, um, it's really the, uh, the 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 quality of wine and the quantity around the world. It's it's pretty uh, pretty amazing. Yeah, every state is doing wines now. It's uh, you can find all sorts of wineries in any state you want to go to, but the worldwide wine market is phenomenal. Is uh, I'm always amazed at the number of wineries that are in different countries and not even to mention the states it's uh yeah and, and <laughs> it's and they and they, so all, they all taste so different and and, and yes. so it's, it's just so much fun uh, you know discovering them and um uh although i have to say that the, the wine um as much as i like to think i know about wine uh, the one that i'm still trying to get my head around is the um uh, our, our French wines, just because the way they designate them, is, it's so different than, mm. than how we do it here. Yeah. Um, but um, but no, I just I love learn and I just love learning it about it. I mean, I, I'm certainly uh, you know no expert or or, or anything like that. Um, but and I'm amazed at the people who are you know able to <laughs> smell it and 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 you know know the varietal and everything from that. But um, I, I I do love just just learning um you know whether that's at a restaurant um uh, or, or at, a, at a winery just just uh it's it, it's just um it's just it's, a fun it's fun to it is it, yeah you're never you're never going to know it all which is part of the fun of it and what's so what's so interesting about it is you can have a cabernet sauvignon just as a wine a grape you can have one in texas you can have one in new york and you can have one in oregon and you're going to see subtle differences in them just because of the areas that they're growing and uh, the uh yeah. winemakers style and stuff and it just you you can dedicate almost your whole life to just talking and discovering Cabernet Sauvignon or any other grape as far as that goes and never run out of something to discover. It's just there are different styles and different areas and they're everywhere. It's uh, sure. Uh, yeah. Just um, and um, it, it's uh, and hey, looks like you get to talk about it all the time in the podcast, which is fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. Didn't you do a, a blog? I mean, yeah, well, are you still I did the doing a blog? So what? It, it's 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 a travel it's a travel uh, show, and it and we do have wine, but we also go to breweries and um and and tour you know t- tips and tricks on various uh, places to do when you when you travel. Um, so n- not not completely focused on wine, but um, but certainly that, that's the... a huge component. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Definitely. And uh, um, yeah. Uh, the uh, so you go to different countries then with your uh... Uh, not not filming although that would be my uh, my dream um, but no yeah to do different countries for for the travel show um, and uh, like I said we were we were in Thailand um, but we haven't done uh, a complete wine um, centered show yet but but that is. Uh, that's that's on the radar. Is the, Have you uh, been is, to is Spain or France down. or Italy or uh, France, Germany? Not Spain. Um, Spain's not on there. Uh, but yes, uh, France and uh, Italy and Germany. Yeah. Uh, well, there's your there's been, your wine um, themes right there. <laughs> that's that's right. Yeah. Um, no, and, and the, the, I mean the thing about it, like you know you go to uh, France, I just can't believe you know five a five dollar bottle of wine and it's and it's some of the the best you know. It's oh, not the yeah. best wine. It's 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 a really really decent really wine, good. Um, which, yeah, yeah, which you're not going to get um, here. Uh, so and so far, you know, when we do travel, we we uh, uh, bring back the wine in the wine suitcase, and uh, our tip is always declare it. And we've never had to um, pay anything more because we're just bringing back a case. It's not like we're you know selling it or anything. Um, but right. you know, worst case, if we if we ever were. If they ever did need this to to pay uh, more, it would be um I think it's it's only like 
it's not crazy amount per bottle. I mean, it's still worth it than, than shipping it back sometimes. The only time I've had to pay is we were actually taking wine into a country because we were going uh, to oh. uh, the Bahamas. The Bahamas, and the, the Bahamas, when they sell wine in the grocery store, it's it, it's so expensive that it was actually oh. cheaper to bring a bring a case of wine into the country and pay the duty. Uh, it was still cheaper than going to the grocery store there in town yeah. and, and buying the wine. So. That, and it was better wine, so yeah, uh, so that yeah. was that, yeah, that was good. Um, but uh, but yeah, no, I um, my um, you know the goal is to is to, is to keep shooting. Like I, right now, we're we're launching the film over the next few months. Like I said, it'll be on more platforms. Uh, it's on Amazon, Verizon, and Spectrum um, right now. But it'll be on more, and then um, uh, I, I've shot a subsequent film, which will be out next year. Um, oh. Not about wine, but um, but that but that that will be uh, uh, that'll be the goal is um, is is uh, you know is is to is to do more wine movies. But yeah, there'll be another movie coming out around this time next year. Yeah, what uh, uh, um, who, who is the uh, main characters in Gap Weekend? Uh, the actors. Um, yes. So uh, Ro- Rosie Kutcher is is the female lead, and the male lead is Art Hall, who's somebody I've worked with for years. Actually, he was in the lead of my last film. The previous film before this was um, you're gonna you're gonna see a theme here, um, but it's called Chasing the Sun, and that one was all about um, that took place in Key West, and it was all about the Jimmy Buffett kind of um, tropical lifestyle. Oh. Uh, so, and he was. Yeah, so um and, and we um uh w- w- I partnered with a lot of uh, tropical bands um that 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 are uh that's kind of are, are either have worked worked with Jimmy or or sing like Jimmy Buffett did um mm-hmm. and they have their own set of fans and so they did the soundtrack for the movie and then when we launched that movie um I sort of toured with some of their um their shows so that, that I would show the movie and then the artists would come up and play their songs. Um, but, but it, it, so he was the lead and he played kind of this radio DJ um, in that one who, who, who goes to on a road trip to interview all the, the, the tropical bands in Key West. Wow. And uh, um, yeah, so that, that came out a few years ago and uh, that was a really wonderful experience. Uh, again, um, releasing that. And, um, and I, I just, I love working with art. He's the, kind of the perfect uh, everyman uh character um and he really uh if if you if you if you do uh rent gap weekend um and, and enjoy it uh um there's a lot of similarities uh to do gap week um do gap weekend in in chasing the sun um mm-hmm. and uh and it's a lot of if you like that music too it's, it's, there's some really great songs um from from those guys that that were in it uh so and so the theme, I guess you can tell, is the movies that I really um, enjoy doing are, are, are these ones where uh, it, it almost is like a little vacation. Uh, that one, Key West, and then this one up in uh, Solvang area, one country. So. One country. How many movies have you directed? Uh, so I've done eight so far. Eight? Uh, wow. Yeah. The, um, the You know, the first few was when I was starting out, and it was just, um, you know, uh, just a cheap cameras, and you use a pizza box, as I like to say, um, as a, as a bounce card. Um, but those, the, 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 uh, and you know, it works. Um, but and and those never got distribution, and and really, not many people saw them. But that got me some work for hire uh, um, uh, with some with some bigger projects, and also bigger projects for uh, writing. I, I I did a lot of work uh, as a kind of a script doctor, so I would uh, punch up dialogue for. Um, uh, for romantic comedies, that was kind of became my thing for a while, and then um, and then the last um, and then I started really getting more and more wanting to produce and started to produce my own films, um, of which Chasing the Sun was the first bigger one that I um, produced, and then um, and then I kind of learned from that, and then said, well, hey, let's let me let me really do a movie with that I can control the environment and really get the actors I want to get and, and um, have a even better time shooting. And, um, and certainly, you know, doing a film up in wine country, uh, at least for actors who live in LA, it was, it was a much easier lift than, than trying to get them to 
like Key West, which um, right, yeah. which is which is fun, but it's a, it's a lot of, it's a lot harder. So um, long ways so yeah, away it's from sort you. Of been a, yeah, so it's sort of been a full circle journey and in, in kind of starting out doing these scrappy little films on my own and then getting hired for um, some, some bigger films and, and working with some really recognizable names um, to, to doing now producing and doing um, still much bigger films, but, but the films that I can control and um, are not, um, you know, uh, uh, <laughs> That's not going to give me a heart attack. Uh, <laughs> you know, so. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah. When you uh, Gap Weekend, does it take place in any wineries, or is it just the facade um, of the wineries, or how? It, how yeah, does... it's all about it's it's all about um, it's all in that area. So we we didn't really partner with any wineries or 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 shoot any full proper scenes um, at any wineries. Um, mm, okay. But. But we certainly, um, you can, if you spot, I mean, you can certainly uh, spot Fess Parker wines on set uh, in the, where the characters are drinking a lot. Uh, we, we um, that, that, that's one of the ones that we, uh, that we all stopped and, 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 you know, enjoyed when we, when we went up there and, um, uh, and, you know, all, all those little tasting rooms uh, in town. And um, and then we, we we all as a casting crew went up to Babcock Winery um, mm. up there, but um, but but not any sort of um, uh, any sort of like full scenes or partnering with them. But like I said, I I, I had such a great experience with this that and, and now in doing the promotion for Gap Weekend, um, I, I'm saying, gosh, you know, um, I would love to go back and and now do it, um, having this wine film under my belt. And and uh, so if there's any there's any wineries or uh, people in the wine world out there that are that are interested in a location for us or and want to partner on something uh, uh, branding-wise? Let me uh, you know reach out. Um, but uh, uh, that that that's definitely something that we want to do in the future. Is it would be wonderful to actually you know rent out a a um, the tasting room of some winery and really do yeah. another movie up there. I mean, make um, it part of it. You know that. The, um, my my friends uh, who are producers, um, they always kind of we always laugh at um, not in a bad way, but laugh at these these wonderful producers who um, kind of make a whole career out of uh, out of making Christmas movies. And you see them now, especially now um, on Lifetime or, or Hallmark, and they just they just they make such a great career out of that. And so we were we were joking the other day when we were on set about um, if we could, you know. <laughs> Do wine movies like some of those other producers do? Do Christmas movies? So, <laughs> yeah. It would be. Uh, uh, I was thinking, does your wife go with you on these overseas trips and uh, where uh, Key she West does. and all this? Uh, well, not on the not on the films so much, um, um, and, but but certainly on the on the on the trips and the and the travel show. Um, the the films. Um, I, she she used to do the older ones, but um, but no, not 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 so much anymore on the on the film, but uh, so not, but yeah, Key West. She, she did go to Key West, so because um, mm-hmm. who can who can pass that? that who one can up? pass yeah. it on Key West? <laughs> yeah, but like I said, I've been I've been for, uh, no more, no more uh, no more wine clubs. That's, no that's, more wine uh, clubs for sure. That, yeah. That's yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm, I'm almost at that point myself too. My wife says we we really don't need to do that. Look at all these wines we have at home. I said I know, I know. She said we'll never drink them all. I said I know, I know. But you know, it, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. And so now when we go wine tasting, um, whether we join a club or not, and we don't anymore, but but um, we kind of say, is it wine club worthy? And that is to say, if you do a tasting, I mean. Uh, you know, because you can go to a winery and there's some like amazing wines, but maybe oh, for your own taste palate, they're not not all of the different varietals they have is is something that you click with. So for us, Correct. if if we click with all of them, then it's like oh boy, we're in trouble because uh, we'll be tempted <laughs> to join. But uh, yeah. um, but it, it's hard to be wine club worthy, and it's and again, it's everybody's. And, and the other thing, everybody's taste keeps changing. I mean, I, I my own, I I I'm into you know heavier and heavier cabs and Syrahs now and that wasn't always the case years ago um that, so and i'm that, sure my palate will keep changing that's the way it works i you know uh which leads me perfectly that's a good segue into what is your uh, go-to wine what is your favorite drink 
Um, so uh, the the one that I would give to um, if I was going to a dinner party or uh, it's a Friday night and I um, you know want to just have a great bottle. Like I'd say the hands down best bottle of uh, my favorite is it's Justin Right Angle, um, and it's mm. there. Uh, it's, it's a it's a blend and and that's 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 the red blend. Yeah. yeah, and it's um it's 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 not their most expensive or anything. It's not you don't see it uh, in the stores as much like you do the cabs, but that's my favorite. Um, in terms of like favorite favorite wines, um, uh, there's Babcock has something called Fathom, uh, which is um, wonderful, and then um, did a did a tasting at uh, Hentley Farm in uh, in uh, the Barossa Valley of Australia, and um, mm. that, that wine I, I just I, I just wanted to um, uh, s- slow the experience down if, if I could you know do slow motion in real life because it was so <laughs> so delicious, and I just like it was uh, I I would love to go back there someday, and I still have that bottle from the trip and. Um, I, I'm so hesitant to open it until I know if and when I'm going to go back because uh, it just it's, yeah. it's such a wonderful experience. Um, so I'd say those are my, uh, yeah, those are those are probably my favorite, uh, you know. So you, down, so you uh, go for the wines. go for the reds and, uh, and blends and uh, stuff yeah, like that. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Um, and you know, uh, you know, years ago uh, for the white, loved like the J. Lore Chardonnay, the big buttery, and not as much anymore. I mean, I, I love J. Lore. Uh, but just that that sort of big buttery shard, not so much. I do love uh, for whites. Um, I've been really getting into Viognier uh, mm. recently, and um, just yeah. because I, I I don't know if you have this problem, but I, um, when it comes to red wines, I I really pace myself and I can um, enjoy the experience. But maybe because I only have white wines when it's hot out in the summertime, um, I tend to drink it too fast. Mm. Uh, so I, I I find that Viogniers I. For whatever reason, I can pace myself more in it and treat the that white wine kind of like like I do a red. Uh, if that makes any sense, but uh, so it does. I really do uh, enjoy it. And uh, Fest, Fest Parker's got a great Viognier that um, that I like too. So, uh, but um, but yeah, the, you know my my favorite and like I said, my favorite region is Paso and and um, uh, you know Halter Ranch, all that all that area kind of near where Justin Wine is. Um, there's just uh, there's just I don't know. It's just at least for my taste, that, that's what I love. And um, I, I I went to Napa years ago, and then went back. I wouldn't even say it was fairly recently, but relatively recently. And I, I was just shocked at how expensive the tastings are, and um, it's, it's just it's uh, staggering. It's, it's, it was shocking. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And the the only one that, that's as expensive is I, I went up to the. Um, um, up in uh, Oregon, in the wine region up there, and 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 I just well, again I was shocked. Yeah, the, yeah and I was just shocked at yeah. how expensive. Um, yeah, it, it was. <laughs> so you you well, it was what it was pushing it where you're like, wow, it's forty dollars for a tasting. I might as well just buy this bottle, you know. So yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, me, but but I, it, you know yeah. to. Let you know, let the people know out there that's listening to that, though. The reason for that is Napa never used to be real expensive. Uh, I I lived out in that area in the, in the early and mid-70s up to late 70s, and Napa was free. Okay. You Any of the wineries were free. But, wow. but what happened was that San Francisco, so close to Napa, a bunch of people would get together rent themselves a limo so they wouldn't have to drive and go up to Napa and they would start hitting the wineries one after the other and they can just drink all the tastings they wanted and not have to worry about driving and they wouldn't buy anything, jump back in the limo and be taken home. And the wineries are going, wait a minute, we cannot survive doing this because the weekends you go to any winery after Napa, and they'd be full of limos from people renting limos and right. packing it full up there. So the winery says, okay, we need to do something. So they started to charge. And it was a minimal sure. charge, but it was enough to cover the cost of the tasting. Well, that progressed in the fact that their wine started to become more expensive, and so therefore their tastings raised to accommodate the cost of the wines and stuff. And now... 
you're spending anywhere from 25 to even 100 in some of the wineries for a tasting. And most of them do give you credit for the bottles if you're going to buy anything. But still, it's uh, it stops these freebie, let me get drunk, uh, Limo right. rides up there, yep. and so that's the reason that it started to uh, go up. Interesting. And that, well, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. That, and well, of course, now up in Napa, you see the the bachelorette parties uh, and and everything everywhere. Um, mm-hmm. Which which actually reminds me, uh, when my friend got married a few years back, um, he said you can plan the bachelor party, and I planned <laughs> I planned um, I, uh, wine tasting in Napa, which normally is not something for a guy's bachelor trip. In, in fact, when I was Googling, um, you know, bachelor parties in Napa, you know, Google was sort of like, did you mean bachelorette party? But, <laughs> so I, I was, um, the, uh, the whole bachelor party was, was making fun of me for that, for planning it. And then they were saying, oh, and you brought a wine suitcase too. Da, 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 da. And then, um, you know, Cut to cut to the end of the, the bachelor party weekend, and they were saying this was the best trip ever, and they're they're trying to fit all their wine bottles into all their different suitcases, and you know, I'm just ripping mine up in the wine. And, and they're all on their their phones, their phones with their um with either their girlfriends or their wives, you know, trying to justify the, these all these bottles they bought. Like, well, no, honey, you're gonna love it. You're gonna love it. So, um, I can I, I considered that a personal win. Uh, yes. Yeah, so, oh, yeah, definitely. Convert them uh, in that way. So. <laughs> well, you know, Napa. It, you mentioned the cost and going up there. And, uh, Napa is so expensive. Uh, every time I I tell anybody, and I use at the winery, I used to talk to people all the time. Everybody has yeah. to go to Napa at least once. You have to mm-hmm. go. This is it's like Disneyland or Disney World. You have to go at least once. It doesn't mean you have to go back every year or you have to have season passes. Same thing with Napa. You don't have to go up there all the time. You have to go and experience it at least once. And then you go to Sonoma. While you're there, you jump over the hill. It's a mountain. Yeah. Uh, and you visit Sonoma. And if you plan your time right, you can make a trip up to Mendocino and visit some wineries up there. But then you're done with them. Then you start going to Livermore, and you start going to Paso Ropos, which is also one of my favorites, by the way. And you oh, go okay. to you go to the to Mexico. You there's lots of other areas you can go to. You're going to get great wine. You're not going to spend fifty dollars for a tasting, and that's only for one flight. You know, and they got it broken down to yeah. uh, numerous flights now too. And you know, but once you've experienced Napa, Sonoma, you've experienced it. And you can take some pictures to remind you. But then you start visiting the wineries that are still trying to get themselves out there. Last time I was in Paso Robles, I was visiting. I drove west uh, out of Paso Robles into the hills there. And there are so many little, small boutique wineries there that people are doing the tastings on a, a couple of barrels with a board across the top of it out of their garage. And you, I love it. Yeah. Oh, it was wonderful. And they have two wines, maybe. And the wines were reasonably priced, and they were phenomenal. And I did the same thing. I came back with more wines than I should have. And they don't have clubs. They don't have, you know, all this other stuff. But they sure. just have good wines that the family makes, and you're so excited about it. I mean, it's just... It's uh, but it's fun. You really. I used to go quite a bit because it was free back when I lived in. I lived in Concord, up outside of San Francisco, and I used to go quite a bit. But I used to do a lot more to Livermore and and places like that because it was closer and it wasn't as expensive and as snooty, if I may say so. Because Napa sometimes sure. get that way. And so, yeah, I, it's uh well, th- this is actually great. I'm, I'm taking notes. I, I have never been to Livermore, so I'm, I'm writing that down oh, to go there. And oh I, I knew, I knew of Mendocino, but I've just never been up there, but uh, no Livermore. I don't think I've ever heard of. So I'm, I'm, that's definitely going to be on my list now. East of San Francisco, um, east of okay. Oakland and uh, Concanon and Winty were the first two wineries that were in Livermore. 
and they've been there forever and ever. And the last time I was there, I think there's like 40, 50 wineries in the area now. It's just like everything oh, wow. in California. They explode. You know? Yeah. But what happens is uh, all these people, all these areas in, well, let's use Livermore for an example. And it happens all over California. But Livermore, Winty and Concanon were buying grapes from all these little independent growers all over the place. And so they would get mm-hmm. their grapes and they'd make the wines from them. Well, these little independent growers go, well, I think I'm going to open up a winery. And so all these people who would buy grape or who would grow grapes and sell them would now decided, okay, we're going to grow grapes and make a wine and have our own winery. So therefore you have 40 or 50 wineries pop up in the area that used to just grow grapes. Now they grow grapes and make wine. And so that's why you have oh, so okay. many wineries yep. in there. And um, there's, uh, but Livermore, oh yeah, definitely. If you've never been there, you you owe it to yourself to uh, to go up and see the area and uh, uh, visit uh, some wineries wow. up there. Yeah, I'll definitely uh, uh, have to check that out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that's the the sense of discovery. It's those small ones I love, and I I think your um, uh, description of of Napa as Disney is. It's so on point because um, it is fun to go for one, you know, like I, I it, to just go to something like, I don't know, Sterling or, you know, it, that does feel yeah. like oh, yeah. a resor- a, 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 um, an attraction at a resort or the, I forget the name of it. There's a the castle one that's right near there. Um, yeah. But, uh, um, ah, what's the name of that? I can't think of it. Or even Buena Vista is the very first one there. You have to yep. visit that. Yeah. And, uh, uh and they're a lot you know, of fun, but it, but it does it does feel like a, or a yeah like a Disney type thing versus uh, well you know you've got a train you've got horseback riding you've got balloons you've got, you know I mean it's just yeah it, it's uh, go once have a lot of fun enjoy it but then you've been there same thing with Disney or Disney World you know I'm Disneyland or Disney World you go once you have a lot of fun but then you can say I've been there you know. Yeah, yeah. So, um, is is Livermore the the, the your go to region now, or do you? Uh, you know, if what's your... when I go to California, I usually try to hit Pasarupos and Livermore, and it depends okay. on who I'm with. I last time, you know, I took my wife out there, and we went to Napa just so I can show her this is Napa. Uh, but yeah. uh, we we also went up to the uh, foothills and a lot of wineries on the foothills there that were really interesting. Uh, my, huh. They they didn't exist the last time I was in California for any length of time, and over the last number of years, there's a bunch of them that popped up in the uh, uh, east of Sacramento and, and going toward Tahoe in that area there. So there's okay, um, yep. A lot of wineries up there now, but yeah, I think Livermore is is one of my favorite regions, uh, and actually Mendocino too. It's is, Mendocino's really came in, and Mendocino has a lot of of biodynamic wineries. They have a lot of organic. They have a lot of uh, uh, regenerative. Uh, practices going on in the wineries up there and, uh, and all that. And Mendocino is just sort of oh, interesting. leading the charge on some of that stuff, it seems to me. Uh, I've talked to wineries up there, and uh, they uh, have really embraced some of that stuff, I think, more so. A lot of them are – a lot of wineries are going organic, which is not unusual. But uh, going a step further to the biodynamic and you know the different – categories that you can get now it's uh mendocino is a place to go to discover these and hear about it and all that so oh that's definitely check that out um the the other one i used to go to uh years ago and i haven't been but i've heard it's exploded uh or at least exploded as much as it can in its small area is temecula outside of outside of la south of la yeah um and i know i always enjoyed it when i went years ago but um uh, but like I said, I, I've heard it's really grown. I just haven't been in a long time. I think Temecula has an AVA now. Uh, they, oh wow! Okay. I, I, if I remember correctly, I think Temecula just got certified with an AVA. Uh, 
you know, a specific viticulture area for their for them. And so, uh, what started wow. to put them on the map was the film Sideways, and then. Uh, uh, after that, because that was filmed in Temecula area, and after that, they started to put more and more wineries there. So, uh, yeah, it has, uh, what I understand, gotten yeah. quite busy there. All of California has gotten busy, though. Let's face it. I mean, there's, you know, it, out, yeah, out, yeah. the number of wineries in the country, California has like 70% of them, something like that. I mean, it's just crazy, the number of wineries that are in California. And yeah, no, and I, I there's still, I mean, I, I, they're all the West Coast. I, I want to go up at some point to Washington uh, for wineries up there, but um, yeah, uh, <laughs> one uh, one run region at a time. Yeah, yeah I know it's, it's just uh, <laughs> and don't buy, don't join any clubs. You know? <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I went to a friend's wedding in North Carolina um, about a year oh, or wow. so ago, and uh, yeah, there was some great, um, kind of really, really nice wineries uh, in that area, mm-hmm. and. Um, you, you know, of course, and, and I'm thinking to myself, oh, wow, th- this is a brand new thing up there. Of course, it's not. I mean, they've been doing it since, you know, Jefferson's time, yeah, you know, in, that, in the exactly. Virginia, Virginia, North Carolina region. So, um, and, and uh, but just, yeah, it's just, just really, really nice. And, and, and you kind of get off the beaten track. Um, I say that, though, but then, you know, if you go on the weekend anywhere, um, even, um, even a place that's not, you know, famous for wine, you're going to. Uh, it's going to be pretty deep packed at a winery because everybody yeah. wants to go on. Uh, yeah, I, whatever winery you go to. Yeah. Well, uh, once you finish your California explorations, uh, there's all sorts of places around the country that are phenomenal, uh, especially Texas. You already hit on that, but you need to explore that more. The uh, uh, the hill uh, country of Texas was named by Wine Enthusiast magazine as uh, the best wine region in the world uh, a couple of three years ago. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It was, yeah. I, I don't wow. doubt it. I, I would have years yeah. ago, but I don't doubt it now. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. And um, then you've got, uh, you know, the Midwest regions, uh, Pennsylvania, all the way over to uh, well, Missouri. Missouri has really exploded too. So it's, uh, really? huh. yeah. Oh, Missouri, Missouri is, uh, actually Missouri was one of the biggest wine producing countries uh, are wine producing states in the country before prohibition and prohibition just sort of killed it but uh, then California took over and wow. has, but Missouri has stepped back up and they've got a lot of wineries around there now and Iowa I visit, I'm originally from Kansas City so I've had the opportunity to visit oh, a lot okay. of wineries in, in the Midwest there and there are just some phenomenal wineries that are uh, spring up some great winemakers and some uh, quite innovative in, in styles and stuff like that. So it's interesting to see that too. So now, and, and that is fun to discover yeah. new new uh, new regions and that oh, are yeah. undiscovered. I, I love that. And and also like, like talking to a winemaker and um, there's a real there's a I mean there's a science to it obviously, but there's also uh, an art too, and that's that's really kind of um, I don't know, inspiring when, when you when you when you talk to a real passionate winemaker. Oh yeah, and these these people and that's the thing about the wine business too. These people love to talk about what they're doing. It's not like, yeah. oh that's that's a secret. I'm not gonna tell you that or no, I don't discuss that. It's just like, Yeah, I'll tell you, I'll tell you anything you want. What do you know? And you know, sure. because they yeah. know they've got a special product there and they know they're doing well and they like people to enjoy it and that's what's so interesting and fascinating about the wine industry because all the winemakers and all the people love to talk about that stuff. So, and yeah, you know. it is a, it's a, it's a wonderful subject. That's for sure. And <laughs> pastime, really. So, yes. Yeah. You yeah. spend lots of time doing that stuff. Yeah. Uh, the uh, <laughs> gap weekend now. Okay. You give us, give us a summary. Gap weekend is out. It, you can get it on Amazon. And you yeah, said Amazon uh, or Spectrum if you've got um, Spectrum or uh, Verizon uh, FiOS, and um, and that's uh, with, with Amazon you just 
uh, if certainly if you've got Amazon Fire TV or whatever, you know, you can just say uh, Gap Weekend into it. Um, in our uh, in our kind of technology um, yeah. forward yeah. lives right. now, but um, right. um, but yeah, so right now it's Amazon, Verizon, FiOS, and Spectrum, and then over the next few months it'll launch on other platforms. But this is uh, what we're uh, where you can find it right now, and you can uh, rent it uh, for streaming or or purchase. Um, and it's um, yeah, it's 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 a, like I said, it's a it's a fun uh, movie. It's 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 about you know. Uh, trying to, to uh, somebody trying to recreate the love of his life. And um, it's, it's a comedy and it's also uh, all about lo- loving wine and loving traveling. There you go. And it's about an hour and a half long and that's right. It's, yep. It's available yep. so, just anywhere. Available uh, so people jump out there and check it out. And uh, definitely if anybody's and, uh, in the wine you, business, I didn't yeah, say if anybody yeah, is, yeah. is a, a has a winery or something. Reach out to Todd; he would love to use your place for his next film. Yeah, so that, so if you can find me, um, well, you just search my name, Todd Norwood dot net, or uh, just Google Gap Weekend, and uh, it'll come up. So there you um, go. Okay, uh, but uh, but yeah, it, it'll. Uh, but yes, Amazon, Verizon, and and Spectrum for now, and then, and like I said, in a few months. Um, We'll have the book out, and and then we'll continue it on a bunch of other um, uh, streaming platforms as we go through February and March. All right. And, Mike, do you have any questions or anything for Todd before we say goodnight to uh, him? No, I don't think so. Um, no, just enjoying it. Took, a, took quite a few notes. That's basically what I do in the background. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Thank, thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, so, all right, uh, and you're still doing your travel blog? Yeah, uh, that's called Living Like Locals. Um, that's the the new versions on YouTube right now. You can that's probably the best way you find it, or just Google Living Like Locals. Uh, that's living with an apostrophe uh, after the end, like Living okay. Like Locals. Living um, like being being cute. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's where you can find all my stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, living like locals, and then Gap Weekend. So uh, anyone out yeah. there, you can check any of those out. And if you need to get a hold of uh, of uh, Todd for any reason, then uh, again, just uh, go through Gap Weekend or Todd Norwood. N O R W O O D. Dot net. Yep. Uh, dot net right. is it? Yep. Okay. Yep. Okay. There you go, and Todd. You'll find all the info uh thank you so thank much thank you for having me here oh uh it, it was enjoyable uh fun talking with you and best of luck when you come out with your next wine-based movie yeah. then get in touch with me we'll do this again I definitely will be sure to reach out and i would i will uh, i will try to check out those uh those recommendations with uh no. uh livermore and mendocino so uh, that's i'm always looking for new recommendations so thank you I think you'll. I think you'll like both of them. Uh, it's from what you said, they got some uh, wines that might suit your taste range there, also, which is always fun. So, great. So thank you for well, joining us so tonight. Much. It's been uh, quite pleasurable, and have yourself a good holiday season coming up here. And uh, hopefully, we'll talk to you when your next movie's out. All right, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Have a great okay. night. Uh, okay. You too now. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Bye now. Bye now. Okay. And he's there gone. Go. Mm-hmm. So, uh, uh, another, a busy boy. He's uh, traveled extensively. That sounds like fun. Uh you know, Australia and uh, Europe and all that stuff. Sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, so, again, Gap Weekend. I haven't watched it yet, but if it's, he said Amazon, maybe I'll uh, I'll check out Amazon and see if I can find it on that. And Because uh, I didn't want to sit down and look at it on the computer, really, because it's 
awkward watching movies on the computer. And it gets uncomfortable set here in front of us, too. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. So we are done for another week. I remembered Happy Hanukkah. It starts today uh, and for the next seven days. We have Hanukkah, uh, the Festival of Lights. And so uh, for all of you Jewish listeners out there, have yourself a wonderful Hanukkah. And uh, we're coming up with a cigar show next week. And one of our, our two of our guests are Jewish. So uh, if you have any questions about that, you're not Jewish, then I'm sure they would be more than happy to answer, especially Mike, uh, one of the guys in the cigar. He is really quite knowledgeable about the Jewish faith and religion and all that stuff. So uh, that's always a possibility for you. He's, he's fun to listen to. Uh, he said that something I didn't know, that uh, the Jewish uh, heritage goes through the female of the family. It is, mm-hmm. yes, goes through the female of the family. Uh, if your uh, your mother can be Jewish and you were born, you're Jewish. But if your father is Jewish and your mother isn't and you're born, you're not Jewish. It goes through your mother. Wow. You you would have to convert them. Yeah, I thought that was he says it's all it's all through the to the mother, all to the female of the fa- uh, the uh, family. That's uh, uh matriarch type hmm. uh ascending down on that. So I thought that was very interesting. It's it's the uh, the female's the one. And what really surprises me when he said that, I said, but, you know, you see all these old Jewish rabbis and everything else, you never see a female rabbi. And he says, because you don't have to. They all know and respect that the female is the ones where the lineage comes down. So, yeah, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. Yeah. So, happy Hanukkah for all of you out there. And thank you, Todd, for being a guest. And we're done for this week. Yeah, it's uh, December 7th, for those of you keeping score. And um, we will be back uh, next week, which is December 14th, live at 7 p.m. with a cigar show, special cigar show. Um, and if you missed, let me cut yeah. in. If you missed this episode, Saturday, mm-hmm. Flightline Radio oh. will broadcast this at uh, seven o'clock or seven at uh, noon, I'm thinking of. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, you know, check out Flightline Radio. Mike is live for two hours right before it comes on, so check him out also. So, I'm sorry, I thought of that and I didn't want to miss it. So, you were saying who the guys were. Yeah, um, so next Thursday on the uh, special cigar show, uh, we've got the cigar guys, of course, Cap, Craig, Mike, Phil, and possibly someone from Texas. Yeah, uh, oh, I wish I could think of his name. Oh, <laughs> I know, I driving me crazy. Yeah. Oh. Well, uh, we'll, we'll, I'm sure we'll hear about it between now and Thursday. But, yeah. Uh, uh, and then, you know, join us in chat. Um, I'm sitting here monitoring blog talk radios chat and of course uh facebook and twitter and everything just start on the comment section respond whatever and i'll pick it up here and you know put the question i'll break in and say hey i got a question and uh knowing cap he uh, try and interrupt it and not let me uh ask the question. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's why I was laughing. That's true. You're not here to answer questions. Keep going. You're not here to answer questions. You're here to talk yeah. about cigars. <laughs> yeah. In my chair oh. and have my ashtray, my cigar, a little bit of a libation if I decide. Uh, that was an old old clip from a long time ago. Um, sit there and, and, and tell and people to leave me alone. <laughs> Go away. Yeah. Oh wait, <laughs> uh, that was funny. But uh, yeah, yeah, so, uh, yeah. And also, Cap and Phil, the two that's going to be on next week, are the two that do the first and fifteenth, which is also yeah. available on Flightline Radio. 
you can look it up directly, or you can just listen to it on Flightline Radio every Wednesday at 7 a.m. and 7 p.m., which is probably oh, the easiest way to, to do it. So. Yeah, it has been. Uh, but it's also, they're also on uh, Apple iTunes, and uh, uh, they're, they're constantly talking about the, about the station and everything and, and listening to it. <laughs> Yeah, just, I'm just sitting there driving on to work, and I'm like, mm, no, that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I know they are. They really are. So, so it should be a good show next week. Should be very interesting. Yeah, um, yeah. Kind of take it to for for a show for cigars. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they've been wanting to well, come back, you. so this just should yeah. be fun. Okay. So. Uh, all right. Have a good week and a good weekend and uh, be safe. And we will talk to you all next week. Thank you. Thanks for Thanks for tuning in. Be safe out there. Thank you. This concludes tonight's broadcast of All About Wine. All About Wine. With your host, Juan. For show information, links to All About Wine on Twitter and Facebook, or to be a guest on this show, visit the show website at www.allaboutwinebtr.com. Archived shows are available for download on iTunes or on our show page at blogtalkradio.com forward slash allaboutwine. Thank you for listening. Drink responsibly, and we'll see you next time on All About Wine. All About Wine. Okay, I'm going to the green room. Join me when you get a chance. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.